Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening. Whenever you decide to listen to this thing, Billy DeVore, it's sitting across from me as always is... What it is. It is I, Lee Kimbrell, and uh, if you're a nasty boy or girl, you got to be feeling pretty good right now. You got to be feeling great. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. If Billy seems cross-armed, exasperated, we just had to do the intro three times because we're in the brand new studio yeah. in Billy's new house. We've got camera, ring light, computer, fucking mics. It's a whole thing. Rosie. It, a Rosie. It's a, it's a thing that I can't understand. Billy has wrangled the shit. He's a producer. <laughs> yeah. Take a deep breath, man. We're good. There's we're no good. error. It's we're, we're letting it ride. You got all this shit going, baby. We're good. Yeah. Here's the thing. New studio. New all of this set up. We at least we have it set up. I'm very excited. I'm very happy about that. Uh, we're we're in it. We're doing yeah, what, what I've always wanted to. Right here, here. We go. We, we're and, uh, in it. And then I got the Frisius Big Boy over here. I got some high grain brewing, Pro Play AI. And if you would like room on this laptop, ooh, get at me and I'll put the sticker on there. And then uh, I'll be getting a new one soon. So limited time on this. Once I get the new, new laptop. laptop. Oh yeah. Cool. So to do more projects like this. Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah. Oh cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good deal, so, man. We're in it, dude. And this I walked it. in. It doesn't smell like it up here, but as soon as I walked into your house, no surprise here. Smelled of meat. Smelled of mm-hmm. rich, rich. It's almost <laughs> like meat had been like soaked into the room. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's what I've been going for for years. Yes, it was wild. I said, "Man, it, it smells good in here." And Billy goes, "Thanks. I cooked a steak yesterday." <laughs> That's how good I cooked it. Yeah, and then Alicia left out like an overnight just like pork potpourri. Yeah. And it just real. I mean, this place smells rich and salty mm-hmm. in a good way. In a great Truly, way. Truly. Like it's, I thought you guys had made dinner and I was like, fuck yeah, I'm about to luck into another DeVore dinner. Dude, yeah. yesterday I sous vide. So if you don't know, if you don't know what that is, a sous vide, it's where you take, it's like a, it's just like a giant just plastic it's like a bag more or less the bag it's different it's like a tube that you put into your into a pot and it keeps it at that consistent temperature right right so then it cooks the things internally in that that is in the pot of water but then you vacuum seal a bag well mine's a pump some people have like the thing the yeah. long thing that they can hit the button it uh. sucks it out whatever but I sous vide some beef tenderloins, some fillets, some filet mignons wrapped in bacon. Sous vide those for an hour and then cast To get to an internal of what? 131.5. Which is like a medium rare? Correct. And then you just just reverse seared cow cow what? How many? How long on each side? I did 30 seconds on each and then I put them on the top of my skillet and I pulled it down and then pulled out my spoon and basted it in butter for yeah, a minute yeah, on yeah. each side. Okay. Oh god, I bet it was so Dude, good. Dude, it, it so melted. So then that brings it up right to 
Perfect right, it, it's like it's like right at the rare side of medium. I mean, it yeah. is medium rare, but it is like a medium, <laughs> medium, medium rare. Very yes. You it's know what not, I'm saying? It's not mooing, but when I pulled the fuckers out of the bag yeah. and set them on the ta- on the on the plate and walked away for a minute, I turned back and it was just so many juices. I go back and forth with how I cook my steaks. For a long time, I would love a medium rare and I sure. bought into the like, you know, the f- eat it red, it, you know, eat it. I think I'm, I've found myself comfortably and I mean, I guess that it makes sense, but I'm a medium. Yeah. I love a medium fucking filet. You want a little char on it? A little bit. I love a little bark and I know that you can just get that in the sear or sure. whatever. Medium rare, but like, like you said, you cook it internal to medium rare uh-huh. and then you... You know, you do the searing and you do the basting, and then it does raise it a little bit. Sure. That's about where I live. But what is it on the inside? Is it too soft? Do you want a little chew? I like a little chew. Okay. I do. Yeah, I like a little chew. There's nothing wrong with that. I also love, I don't know. I, that's what I said. I go back and <laughs> forth on it so much. I go by meat cut, you know. It, it, exactly. Yeah. I guess that's what it comes down to. You're giving me a thin little steak that you get like in like the the, the white styrofoam that's like a manager mm-hmm. special at Kroger and it's literally this thick yeah. as my cuticle yeah. on my pinky. Yeah. I'm not going to cook that medium rare. I'm just going to cook it and then it's going to probably come out medium well. Exactly. Because it's so thin. Exactly. So I'm fucking doing that. Um, it's the way. It's the way. But I just Whatever got it is. I got me it just got me really hungry when I walked in here. It smelled like meat. Mm. I love nothing more than just cooking a steak at your house it, and eating it. it. Well, it's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah, mine too. Also, like the Alicia made a crock pot pork roast, uh, pork butt, and it turned out awesome. But then she also forgot to she took the meat out, shredded it, but then she left the crock pot on. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. She on had, low. She yeah, she went with like a like it's an beautiful. oil diffuser of pork <laughs> fat. Oh, uh, what do we call it? Fatsy. Yeah. Like sensi, but fatsy, where there it's all go. different meats and yeah. different meat types. So, like, you could have ribs. You could walk in, you could have barbecue ribs stinking up your house. Just the scent, but and none, like, that would be so brutal, though. That would be like what you do if you go on a crash diet and you can't <laughs> eat it, but you still want to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You eat, like, one rib and then just pump your house filled with rib scent <laughs> and just kind of, like, cuck yourself <laughs> you're just you're just taking bites out of the air yeah oh, god <laughs> if only <laughs> while you're eating a salad or doing a juice cleanse yeah man for real just willpower type shit well this your your smellers your most powerful yeah the, memory. Olf- the olfactory sense like that system is the one that's closely most tied with memory so you're triggering that yeah it's so true and then you could eat whatever you want after that because you just, well, I smelled brisket. Yeah. I'm content. Right. I'm happy. Maybe that's something we need to look into. Maybe. Entrepreneurial spirit. It's a good idea. It's not bad, man. Hey, man, I'm full of them sometimes. Yes, facts. The reds are pretty good. The reds are good. The reds are good. The reds are good. But let's... Uh, let's I know. I, I just... Uh, are you just that excited? No, I'm just that geeked up about it. <laughs> Yeah, no, but also the meats, and uh, I don't know. I guess I've just kind of been burning it on both ends lately, kind of like you have. I'm a little loopy. I'm a little tired. I get it. Yeah, Yeah. you had a busy weekend. You were in Louisville this weekend. Louisville on Sunday. I was up at the club on Saturday, and it, like, fucking, you know... Just worked, you know, was yeah. just the manager for the night. <laughs> right. I, I heard myself on a fucking co-producer uh, thing on the special. You are? Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I 
hell yeah, man. I pre- yeah, it was awesome. Coming in on them streams. It was great. It was a fun um it was a fun thing. It looked packed. Weir fucking killed it. Chris Weir killed it. Chris Weir yeah. did our artwork. Hey. On the, you know, that you see every time it pops it'll, up on your fucking screen. It'll be on here somewhere. Yeah, no. Chris Weir, his special, uh, will be dropping whenever, but he filmed it on Saturday. What's what, Did he say what he's going to call it yet? I don't know yet. You should call it Rogue Bocce Ball. Rogue Bocce Ball, yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty great. Yeah, no, but it was good. It was just so tiresome. I was oh, yeah. up at the club for yeah, close to like 12 hours. Yeah. We overbooked it. I heard that. Yeah. And that it was, you had 150 or 250 in there probably. Just people stacked on top of each 250 other. 250 people. For it, both shows. Yes. Or no, the second show was a little more doable. Maybe two. Maybe buck 90. Sure. My, ideally, I know this is like inside baseball, inside comedy, hey. but the Go Bananas best number is in this new current room is 190. Yeah. I think it is. They took out some space. Yeah. Because you used to be able to fit 233. Well, you can put 236 in there. It's just a matter of like, it's like configuring tables and stuff. We put 250 people in there, but it's like... It's hard for anyone to get around. Right. It's almost like too much energy. Yeah. And there's that's too space. many. There's too many variables going around. Mm-hmm. I like a buck ninety. That means every chair is filled. Yep. What that we have, we're not adding. We're not turning two tops to fours. We're, we're comfy. Everyone's got their own table. Yep. And that's I like to live there. But also, people are going to be jazzed no matter what. Yeah. Chris probably had to just sit there and wait for a while on some jokes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just because it just keeps bouncing It takes in there, a while, yeah. Which is wild. Um, and you had to fit camera equipment. Oh, yeah. We took two <laughs> tables out. We, we took two tables and half the lounge out. Yeah. So That's insane. Yeah, it was one of my finer performances as not a comedian. And that's honestly why I'm most tired, I think. <laughs> but Friday was sick. Friend of the pod, yet again, Jack Snodgrass. We went to Clyde, Ohio. Jesus. Where's Clyde? Clyde, Ohio. He's actually a guy. No, <laughs> He's in no, Ohio. Clyde, Ohio. It's like three and a half hours away up outside of... It's not outside of fucking anything. Yeah. It's <laughs> done that. So it's like Toledo, Cleveland... And then, and then one, and then Columbus is like way down here, right? It's in the like middle right of up there. there. It's close to like Detroit. Okay, it was a fucking haul. Were you on the lake? We could have been if we kept driving like an hour. Okay, it, so, it, it yeah, was yeah. a winery. I yep. went with Snodgrass. We had a good time. It was a fucking. It was a one for the books. The host, God love his heart, maybe the, one of the worst. Acts I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, man, he doesn't get a lot of reps in Clyde, Ohio. It, no, well, he's on the road. He's like a host for you know, whatever fucking just some booking sham agency booking. You know, yep. what, you know, what yep, yep. you know the gig. Yep. And uh, it was rough. He 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 did twelve minutes up top with no command of the room. Like oh. it was just eighty people talking. Yeah. And like being like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah. And he didn't fucking speed up or slow down or blush or do anything. He was just up there doing it. Just comedy robot. It was so crazy. Jack kind of got him back. Then he misgendered a woman in the front row. Yikes! Not like on some like blue hair liberal shit, but like he kept calling this lady sir. <laughs> and everyone in the town was like, oh, that's Darlene. And they all kind of turned on him and it was awkward. But he, Jack did great. 
Yeah. And then you know that they're gonna talk about that for the rest of her oh, yeah. life. Oh, for sure. For She's her, toast. Definitively her life. <laughs> um, and, and post at the funeral, will be like, "That was so crazy when he died." Oh, it couldn't have <laughs> happened. It it had to have happened a lot to this lady. And God love her heart. But then the host goes up between me and Jack. Yeah. With a ventriloquist puppet. Shut the fuck up. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah. A like puppet. A puppet. Not like a not like a <laughs> puppet, uh-huh. but like a like a felt, like a randy oh. felt face. Oh no. The, and he was so bad at ventri- and he did like two or three minutes in between me and Jack. <laughs> to at one point someone in the back literally said, What the fuck is going on? <laughs> it was crazy. It was so funny. <laughs> So I'm like, okay, any momentum that Jack had gotten, any Jack had brought this into the semblance of a comedy show, and yeah. now it is all gone. <laughs> so this motherfucker brings me up as the puppet. Shut up. He's doing the he's just doing bad. ventriloquism just so you guys can see it. He's like, hey everybody, I'm a puppet. He's not even trying <laughs> to be good at it. Sure. And this motherfucker brings me up as a puppet. So he's saying. The puppet has the mic. So do you you'll hear and see how yeah, yeah, yeah. how bad this doesn't work. So this is the puppet. Okay. Hey everybody. Come on. So So he's <laughs> bombing and not talking into the microphone because he wants his puppet to be talking into the microphone. It's the craziest thing. He brings me up as J. Michael Kimbrell. What the fuck? I mean, close. Three letters. Three letters. But not one of them are even in my name. <laughs> you you had a selection of vowels. Give it up for J. Michael Kimbrell. <laughs> <laughs> and I just went up after him and was just like, hey, what the fuck is going on? Right <laughs> I was like, you're out of your fucking mind, Joe. Joe. And, you know, he was sweet and nice, and it was, I wasn't like mean to him but it needed to be fully addressed that this guy was like off his gourd but it was fun doing the road in the midwest like that it can and that's all you do can melt your brain if that if you are just a host just an mc going to bomb everywhere fuck (coughs) i don't know how yeah man i don't know how one's brain actualizes and goes this is fine until you go and you drive by a Circle K and you see they have a felt puppet and you go, I finally I have it. a new layer. I got an idea. I have one new idea. You know, I mean, I guess for a dude like that, it just like what? Just turns into a stream of income and, and maybe yeah. it's a thing. It, but it's it was crazy. He asked me to do a show. He asked me to come headline a show. Um for uh, he was like, I'll give you fifty bucks if you want to do this show, and depend. I'm not, you know, I'm not above that. Depending on where sure. it is, all day. And I was like, Oh, okay, yeah. Where is the show? And he goes, About an hour and a half north of here. Whoa! So I was like, So you want me to drive six hours? Almost f- like for fifty dollars. That's way. Yeah, I was almost like, Go fuck yourself. Yeah. But Kid but rocks. but he's also it. It wasn't an insult. He just don't know no better. <laughs> He just don't know no better. 
Yeah, man, it's wild. Wow. Yeah, don't it. Yeah, don't clip this this part out I'm for not, social media. This is only for the hardcores. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do hear, yeah, don't tell Joey. I can't remember his last name. That's Jesus. Fine. Yeah, but no, I. That's insanity, dude. Man, I've done a ton of winery shows and brewery oh, yeah. shows all over the Midwest. Never in my life have has a host, a middle or headliner, busted out. A crank yanker's pup. Yeah. And let her rip. Yeah. That's hilarious. It was really wild. Can you man. do you remember any a crank yanker's pup? <laughs> it took you a minute. Yeah. Uh do you remember any of the puppet's bits? Oh, I mean, no, because I was <laughs> I was blown away. I yeah. took a video of um, not did. of the puppet, but uh, while he was bombing during the original host set, he brought a woman up on stage Good and God. it was her birthday. And he was wearing like a he wearing like a flannel shirt or whatever yeah. and he took the flannel shirt off he was wearing a sleeveless shirt and then he started doing singing happy birthday as Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails oh my god it, uh, oh uh, no you can't you I can't, can't write this I can't put it into words it was one of the craziest things I've ever seen hey this is polite a... people of course saying what the fuck is going on <laughs> it seems like a hidden TV show it, it seems like a hidden camera show wow it was crazy. You're bombing, and so you. The, your next thought is, what if I get another person involved? It was so <laughs> wild. That's in. And that this poor in. woman was just up there, like, and no one, like, everyone was just talking. People had their backs to them, oh and, and she was just God. like, oh, this is my birthday. <laughs> and it's rude. I know, man. But then I went up and kissed her on the forehead while I was on stage. Oh, Dude, beautiful. I was up there shucking and jiving. Man. Oh, you were having a good time. Yeah, yeah. I had a lady pass me a bottle of wine, took a hooter off of oh, it. Oh, see. There was this woman in the front row who, she was great. I mean, she was laughing appropriately and was really into it. And I just got off stage and just kissed her on the forehead. <laughs> dabbed up her husband. That's tight. Yeah, it was it was fun. See, those shows, people, like, they don't get it, man. Those shows can be fucking amazing. Middle yeah. of nowhere, they have not, like, it is isn't knocking or punching down Mm-mm. middle of nowhere they don't have anything else to do this has been on the calendar and those shows always sell out they're like and, comedians and, are coming yeah. to my town and typically they don't know how to be a comedy crowd you can teach them and they're in a that and that's why they can be so fun that's why they're so fun is because if you go to one of those shows and it's a good show mm-hmm. it's because you made it a good show exactly and you feel like a pro yep you know, yeah, I, that's last... the best part. Steve Martin said anybody can be great. Um, anybody can be great, meaning if you go up in a fucking hot room where the temperature is right and the sound is good and the ceilings are low and the lighting is good and and it's a good audience. That's easy. Anyone can be great. Yeah. But it what's hard in comedy is getting good. Yes. And consistent and being able to go up in front of this room and that room and this part of the country and that part of the country and just being able to give it to them and for deliver, sure. you know? Yeah, that's why I'm so thankful for Ricky for all those shows. Yes. It can be impossible. One small speaker, tall ceilings, sh- shotgun room, or wa- overly wide outside. Seats, outside. Dude, <laughs> yeah. doing this show outside in the middle of Indiana or winery in a tent and getting heckled will make you so much better when you do, like, go bananas. Yeah, right. It's insane. Yeah, for sure. And, like, last the last one I did, it was I hosted at the winery show in Shelbyville, Indiana. And Whew. I'll tell you what, it was great. Yeah. 
they were awesome because I taught them how to be awesome because I hosted. Yeah. And that's like the best. Yeah, exactly. The key to a show, great host. Gotta be a good host. Gotta be a good host. It's fact, dog. We still good over here, Papa? Yeah, we're good. I'm just fiddling. I'm just playing around. Okay, yeah. Fiddle away, Papa Fiddle playing. What about you? What's your week? My week was great. Friday. uh, What did I do Friday? I um, I had something Friday, and I don't really remember what I did. Think about it, because I forgot about my Thursday. Shout out, Mikey K. I oh, yeah. Down, I, was down, I was down in Lexington. I was we could talk about Yeah, that. he had shoulder replacement surgery. Mom was on the road for work. And he was like three days post-op. So That's great. Four days post-op. So, yeah, I went down there, and he could have probably been good on his own. He's up and at him, and, you know, ornery as hell. <laughs> but... I was glad I was there. Bonding, dude. Dude, masters all day. Right. Masters all day. Yep. And uh, baseball, at baseball night. at night. And we fucking got the W. And mm. I mean, yeah, it was excellent. Yeah. I was helping him do his exercises because I mean, shoulder replacement, dude. They cut him the fuck open. Oh yeah. It's not everything nowadays is like scoped. Mm-hmm. Everything, but no. when you when they replace your shoulder joint with a giant ball of titanium that they drill into whatever bone this is yeah they yeah they gotta slice you open like a damn pig (laughs) cut you open like a turkey he's got this he's got this nerve blocker it's apparently pretty new like state-of-the-art a lot of uh, uh, my mom uh, my mom's boss who is a doctor had never heard of Um, it's a portable nerve blocker so there's this little wire like fucking fiber optics, tiny, like a hair. Yeah. It goes into his neck and then goes into the nerve and that then, would be causing him pain. That's genius. And it just turns it off. What? So it hurts like a bitch. Like the surface hurts. It's bruised. Sure. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's painful. Yeah. But it doesn't. Then yeah, it just like cuts off the pain. He hasn't taken a fucking pain pill yet. What? Because it just turns it off. Yeah, he just you know he'll yeah pop a gummy and eat some eight hundred milligram ibuprofen. Let's go. And, and he's he's in the clear. That's great. He's taking some time off booze. Yeah, he's gonna yeah man yeah Mike's doing great. That's it was awesome. a, it was an excellent day. That's perfect. It was a good day. And oh and I don't know this they I don't know if I can say it publicly. I don't know if they put it on the what what internet or not Webster. What? Yeah, yeah. We'll, I'll, I'll, but yeah, dude. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. well. Yeah, yeah. No one you that's know will first. even see it. Fucking Webster, yeah, baby number two. Congrats! Yeah. And it's a boy. Yeah. And it's a boy. What? Yeah. Yeah. He's got him a couple nasty boys, dude. There we I know. go. He's got his battery, pitcher catcher, whatever he wants. <laughs> it fucking rules. Congrats, awesome. Webby. Congrats, dude. Yeah, man. Um. I just I just looked at my calendar. I remember what I did Friday. Friday had the fantasy baseball draft with the boys. Oh yeah, that was so fun. What was the what was the deal with that? So I had two this week. Oh no, but the draft order was. Oh, the draft order was a great was a great move. So Jake was in Boise. Yeah. With Lucas, and so we decide Lucas decided. Well, what if we did something fun for draft order instead of just finishing one through twelve? So Lucas had twelve different hot sauces. One for each yeah, wing that determined, and Jake was blindfolded, had to eat a chicken wing, and if he was like, oh, I know this one, it's this, and then it's like, yes, that is blah, blah, hot sauce, that's a sign to 
Steinmetz. So everybody had hot sauces assigned to them. Correct. And then Jake would just eat these hot, hot sauces. And just, yeah. it was fun because it was all on like Discord and shit. Yeah, it was, it was great. Mine was uh, Skyline Hot Sauce. Nice. Because Lucas said, I'm the chili king. Yeah. And I was there like, oh, what an honor. There you go. And then when Jake took a bite of it, he's like, it tastes like kind of boring hot sauce. <laughs> and then Lucas is like, that's Skyline. I went, yeah. What pick? Third. Third. That's right. Third, which is great because it snakes back around. So what's your team look like on Friday? My team. So this one, there's no keepers. So it's starting from scratch. Um, and since we did it late in late, you know, in the late into the week, the stats count start counting today. Um, team looks good. Uh, my team name this year is the Cincinnati uh, Simeon Sample. Pretty good. <laughs> Uh, we've got Tyler Stevenson behind the dish. Hold on here. Tyler Stevenson behind the dish. Jared Walsh at first. Marcus Simeon at second. Nolan Arenado at third. NL Player of the Week. Uh, Xander Bogarts. Tommy Edmond at second. Uh, second short. Ryan McMahon at third. First. Juan Soto at, in the outfield. Byron Buxton. Come on, dude. That's power. Wait till you hear this. This this my outfield's pretty sick. Soto. Buxton. Winker. Ozuna. McNeil, Oldest Garcia, and on the bench, Brantley, Suarez, Hicks. That's insane. My staff, my starting pitchers, Freddie Peralta, Tyler Malley, Sean Manea, Blake Snell, Hinjin Ryu, my reliever, oh, and also on the bench, Josiah Gray. My relievers are De- uh, Devin Williams, Jake McGee, Jordan Hicks, and Blake Trident. That's a good-ass team. It's a pretty good team. I drafted fairly well. Jake Dude, as soon as I was getting ready to take somebody, Jake was ahead of me in the order uh, coming on the backside. Oh, yeah? And I just, God, he fucked me so many times. Yeah. I just called. I, I think I called him. I think I called him a cunt nine times. Yeah. I was just like, That happened nine times. Nine times. That son go. of a bitch. Great minds. Great minds. Draft alike. They try to. But, um... And then Saturday we went on a haunted pub tour. I saw that I think on the Instagram. Yeah, I didn't know where was that. It, it went. We we started at Arnold's, and then we went from Arnold's to Rosedale, Rosedale to Taft's. I didn't know I could be so bored in a bar. Oh, that sucks. I, I it was wish fine. it was good. It was fine. It wasn't the tour that made it fine. It was the people we were with. What were, time of day? It was at night. So okay. like. Started at seven thirty, so right around game time. Okay. And I was like, "All right." We met at Arnold's. We had dinner before. Met there, and like Alicia's dad, Frank, is a went to college and has a degree in history. Like he is studies this shit. Balls deep. Fucker could have given the tour, for real. Like when we went to Arnold's, telling she was talking about the bathtub gin and everything. He was like, "Yep, we all know this." Like, yeah, got it. And then when we went to uh, Rosedale, they were talking about George Remus. And he's like, oh, I've read three books on George Remus. I'm like, why do we buy you this? Right. We could have just done this. Yeah. But it was, no, it was actually fun. I'm, I'm being facetious. It was right. a good time to spend time with them. And like the other people we were with, one of the, it was a, a, a guy and his husband. And the guy was, a, is a professor at Miami. Okay. Like arts management. So he teaches artists, musicians, how to handle the business side. Right. Which I was like, can I pick your yeah, brain? Yeah, no shit. And Alicia was like, can I pick your brain? Yeah. And then turns out we were at the last stop and we're there. The guy who's the professor, he is, the whole thing was just an interview so that he could give these tours. No way. And I was like, what? 
it turns out he has like a degree in acting and is like a professionally trained actor. And I was like, well, you so was the tour guide me. really getting into it? Tour guide was great. She was awesome. The uh, and then the, everybody we were with was great. So do you like, like, like go fun. down in the basement and shit? Did they like so, try to? I yeah, I, that sounds great. I didn't even know that was a thing. So. We went, like, when we were at Arnold's, you go, there's that upstairs. We went upstairs yeah. and sat by the original tub. And then we went to Rosedale and just sat on the patio while she told us stories. While she was wearing a dirndl, which I like to call a grundel. What's a dirndl? A dirndl, like, German women wear, you know, like, it's got the frilly white. Oh, sure. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. The a dirndl. Dress. Didn't know dirndl. that. I call them grundle because yeah. of taint. Yes. Well, yes, because <laughs> they sound vaguely similar. I get why you do it. Humor? You yes, understand yes, it? I okay, great. Get that. Yes. Um, and then we went to Taft's, and then they told us the story about William Howard Taft and, like, how there were ghosts in the church that were there. Ta- which Taft? Oh, Taft's like the uh, church. Church okay, one. Cool. Yeah. And I was I about was... to say, yeah, that warehouse ain't haunted. No. <laughs> out there on the north side. No. It, it'll be haunted by the time Taft's close and they're out of there. Anyway. Um, but it was fine, man. It was fun. Like, I had a good time and then just, like, walked around with Dad and then, like, showed him my phone, like, Reds are losing. Yeah. He's like, oh. He's nudging me like, are we looking? I'm like, mm, yeah, mm-mm, mm-mm. Not, yeah, not good. That but, wasn't on a night. No, and then Sunday was uh, Sunday was puppy training, and I fucking skipped it. Yeah, because Hunter Green was on the mound. Yeah, hell yeah. And I'm not missing that. Yeah, I'm sorry, my dog can figure out how to sit without me for a week. And it was worth it, man. Because totally cause worth it. Hunter Green, dude. Dude, what about the boy? Dude, speaking of green, oh, tons yeah. of people will take a multivitamin, and yeah. it's important to choose one that is top quality. That was good. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75, Lee, 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, sourced superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens to help your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle-friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets. It it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Boom, baby. Nailed it. Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens and ColorCast. Live, audio only, internet talk platform. For sports, you can talk to uh, insiders, other people who are on the site, athletes themselves, uh, all in real time. It's a cool thing. It's like uh, if you were listening to a podcast and you could talk back to it. Mm-hmm. Not bad. No, uh, it's a you know it's good for like a watch party, maybe just like a good old fashioned internet debate argument. You know those are good for the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All you got to do is uh, download ColorCast uh, in the App Store in the iOS App Store. It's free. It doesn't cost nothing. You create a profile. You link that to your. Twitter, that tweet, tweet, Twitter, and uh, yeah, follow us at the New Nasty Boys. We have an account with them, and uh, and we're gonna be on that. So come with your spiciest takes. Spicy color cast. 
the word the future the future <laughs> what's really cool is the athletic has this thing called live rooms Mm. Where they they have the beat writers go live and then you that's get sick. into a queue and then they, you actually ask the beat writers. Well, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> that is an idea that could yeah, work. That could work. Fucking a. So yeah, uh, let's start with Thursday, shall we? Let's start on opening Thursday. night. Let's start with opening night. Let me get uh, let me get some uh, some stats pulled up because I didn't, but we'll get started. Opening Tony. night, we are uh, at home mm-hmm. or uh, on the road rather with against the defending world champs at home. Uh, everyone is amped. They've got the stud on the mound, Max Fried, who the first inning, I was like, oh my god. We're fucked. Because <laughs> India struck out in three pitches, and then Aquino struck yeah. out at a ball that went 40 feet, and then, uh, yeah, Tommy Pham just dribbled it. 11-pitch uh-huh. inning. 11-pitch inning for Max Fried, and then, uh, and then the fun started. And then the fun? We started putting the bat on the ball, and, uh, yeah, that was a really fun game. Man. Dude, it was so fun. And the Reds did something all weekend that we talked about with how this roster's built yeah high average high on base percentage get them on running around the bases just quote george grand get them on yeah get them over get get them in in. and we did that that's exactly what we did death by a thousand cuts not a lot of power not even like a bunch of like gap doubles no exactly bunch of rbi singles sneakers so i would say death by a thousand paper cuts yeah right exactly like, it was br- beautiful. It was amazing. And there's not a lot of teams that are doing that. No. I mean, every, it's, it's a, it's a long ball league. Yeah, it's the three true outcomes. You know, I mean, that's why Joey Gallo's about to get paid a gazillion dollars. So crazy. Three true outcomes. The fans in New York hate that guy. They, they're, they're. I mean, they uh, hate most everybody. They, yeah, it's New York. I yeah, mean, they, they hate, hate everybody. They hate everybody. They pay three thousand dollars to live in a shoebox. What did you hate everybody? Yeah, no shit. You spend hundreds of dollars to go to Yankee Stadium and you see Joey Gallo go zero for four most of the time. Yeah. You're like, the fuck? Yeah, no shit. Yeah, it's insane. Um, but no, I mean, Tyler Malley looked so good. I mean, five and a third, five innings pitched, three hits, one run. None of none that that one was not earned. Yeah. Two walks, seven Ks. Give me that 10 times out of 10. Hell yeah. If you're telling me that's how we're starting the season, let's fucking go. I, hell yeah. <laughs> let's fucking go. Kidding me? And uh, you had the bullpen come in and then shut it down except for Moreta. Moreta didn't look good, but. He looked good the rest of the weekend. Everybody else did their job. Yeah. Uh, Sesa, Wilson, which that trade is looking better and better every fucking Whoa, day. I'll pull that shit up that you sent in the group with Webby and Daddy. But Luis Sesa, come on, man. That guy looks like a world beater. The dude. guy is a world beater. He's yeah. got like a 1.91 ERA. Yeah, it makes me very happy. In all of his appearances. Who else got on the bump that? Justin Wilson, also part of the Luis Sesa trade to the Yankees. The, oh, yeah. Oh, Luis Sesa, since joining the Reds. 28.1 innings pitched. Yeah. 1.92 ERA, 24 Ks, four walks. And the Reds bullpen has thrown 13 consecutive consecutive innings of shutout baseball. Come on. All 11 members of the bullpen have continu- contributed to the streak. 13 innings in a row, every single arm, zero runs. Against yeah. that offense. Yeah. Dude. You take out Moreta and yeah, you are... 
You're very good. Yeah, in that thir- and even Moreta, who had the bad inning, yeah, in that 13 inning streak, mm-hmm. he went out there and shut him out. Right. You know, it's it's exciting and it's fucking four games. It's four games. Look, I get it, but let's be at excited. least we're zero four. Right, we're one and three. three. We're a 500 ball team, and just against the world which champs, which is what we kind of think we are. <laughs> You're right? right. You're 81 and 81 on the board. Yes, right. And you still owe me a phone in the Ohio River. Yeah, I do. You well, owe me one. Well, You're getting there. This one will happen eventually. Yeah, yeah it's gonna for happen. Sure. Yeah, we'll do it. So, um, I went 78 and 84. I, I don't think that's crazy. As is is interesting and is. I don't want to say bad as the division is. I would say fairly balanced. It's, yeah, I mean the know, Brewers, and sure they're whatever they're they, struggling. They had at a the hard moment. time with the Cubs, but they'll they're the class of the division more or less, more than likely. Cubs Suzuki looks like he fucking belongs, huh? Yeah, he already kind of figured it out. It seems. I mean, in the first series, he didn't look yeah. lost. Right. And Shogo he, looked like a minor league player. Right. And this guy is patient yeah. at the plate. Oh, yeah. He put together a killer at bat. I, I remember watching it with my dad and saying I, he was down 1 2. And Against Corbin walk. Burns. Against Corbin Burns and drew a walk. Yeah. And watched two, like, really hard pitches to not swing at. <coughs> yeah, man. It was cool. So, giving, and then that's the only film they have on the guy's side from Japan, but that's, oh, they pitch people completely yeah, exactly. differently. So, they'll, once they get more film on them, they'll figure it out. And I'm, you know, he'll make his adjustments. But at, in the meantime, holy fuck. He didn't look lost. No, guy looks like the real deal. Yeah, he didn't look lost. You know who didn't look lost either at the, on the bump? Tony Santian closing no, not that at thing all. down. Yeah, getting him a save. Dude, those two pitches, if if you're going to come out of the pen like that... One inning, that's all you need. Yeah. And he's high velocity, great break on the slider. The but guy it, that we've been talking about forever yeah. was there because his, his ankle was better and he looked great. Yeah. Hit the spots. For sure. Awesome. His ball moves, Two too. strikeouts, no walks. Yeah. No hits. His ball runs like it's a pretty. motherfucker. God, imagine then when you get Lucas Sims back. Yeah, I know. In like a couple weeks. I know it. Dude, like a week. I know. Fuck. It's exciting, man. I'm so horny. I know. It, it could be good. Even if you take the 11 dudes right now who are pitching well. Right. The 11 members of our bullpen who have seen time. Mm-hmm. You can be conservative with that and go 50-50 where six of them, yeah. five of them, you're like, those are our fucking guys. That's it. Yep. You know, and then those and then the bottom half of that bullpen, it's like, you know, if they just don't need to be fully leaned on. Mm -hmm. I'm just I'm normally like the 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 crazy optimist. Right. And I still am. But I'm just like, I guess this is optimistic. Even if those 11 dudes aren't all out of their minds like they are right now. Yeah. It's a good sign to see some of their at least their ceilings. Sure. Or what they can do. Correct. Yeah, no, it's good. It's very good. I, yeah, I'm into that, man. And, it's and kind still, with no Sims. And this isn't like they picked them up off the fucking dumpster pile. Yeah. These are guys that were developed within the organization and brought up, which makes me question, why the fuck weren't they up here last year at right. the end of the year? Exactly. If this is how close they were last year, I know what ifs. It's a terrible sure. conundrum, and we're falling into a hole, and you can't fix it. But... What what would have happened if we had more eight up here? We had Diaz. Sure. We had these like these are guys that are they were there, yeah. and now it's just like so whatever. Throw them out. Um, and also, uh, something extremely exciting happened on Thursday. 
the best interview in baseball was oh, mic'd yeah. up on the field. First four innings of the whole game, Joey's sitting there holding a man on first base, just killing. Just running the best crushing, podcast. Crushing. Yeah, yeah, no, Joey is the man, and this season, if nothing else, at least I think Joey's going to get his shine. Maybe that's why he got on the internet. He needed it. Maybe that's why he got on the internet because it's like is humble and is hardworking, and we all know the attributes about Joey Votto and like, a goober. And, and, yes, but but a goober, king goob and shit. And he's like, listen, uh, we're in a rebuild or whatever. Are we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are we? Sure, but yeah. but it's like, no, nah, we're. I guess not really. We're not rebuilding. This is the team that we have. Yeah. Yes. Um, he just knew that, you know, a long playoff run, something that we were looking forward to in the last two seasons potentially. Right. Probably not in the cards for him to get his shine here mm. kind of towards the end of this shit for him. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to get on TikTok and make them and just everyone's going to realize how fucking cool I am. Right. And in turn... Everyone's going to realize how good I am at hitting. And, and Maybe I'm overthinking it. But, no, 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 you aren't. Because you know? also I think he got to the point where he was with his, you know, the stuff he's talked about with depression and anxiety. Yeah, right. He's finally gotten to the point where he wants to open up to everybody. Yeah. And it's so crazy that it's finally taken this long and seeing that he can do it. Like he's been lurking in the, he said he's been lurking in the shadows on social media. I, I see you guys. Yeah. I've been watching. And now he's a part of the conversation. Right. And... And honestly, we kind of need a voice to replace what was Trevor Bauer on social media. Right. I mean, guys got a lot of lot of uh, baggage. A little bit of baggage, shall we say? Baggage is a a nice way to put it. Yeah. Not the the luster is gone from the shine. Oh yeah. So having him come and be the fourth, like the face of it on social media and getting after it and getting this entire city into a tizzy whenever he posts something. Right. Is amazing. Fuck yeah. Him going up and saying that he's going through a midlife crisis and that he's going to get a diamond or gold tooth. On the field of play, he said that. Who else would fucking say Riff, that? Riffed it and ran it by Ozzy Albies. Oh, yeah. He's like, should I get a... Hey, should I get a gold tooth? He said, go for it. Go for it, man. Dude, how fucking tight. I think he, I think he might. And what's so nice to see is C. Trent tweeted. He said, I've been around Joey for 16 years. And none of this surprises me. Yeah. So it's like, man, this is the guy that we have. We haven't gotten to this know is as who fans. He is. Yeah. Man, like it's cool. We finally get to get the full look behind the curtain. Yeah, I love it. It's great. I think it happened because, yeah, obviously he got in the, got in the right headspace, which takes a long time to do. Sure. But then also, man, he had he just felt the love. He had to have felt the love. Mm-hmm. He's got to know how much he means to some people in this town. Oh, for sure. And it's like he wants to reciprocate that by, Mm -hmm. you know, and now it's, I love it, man. Open dialogue. And And all of baseball loves him. Yeah, everybody. Everybody. Across the board. The most interesting person in baseball, Joseph Daniel Votto. Fact. And now we get to know it. Like, we get to see it all. Makes me so happy. Oh, 100%. And and he went out and, you know, his swing looked good. Dude, Joey Votto always gets off to a slow start. Couple ribbies, always off to a slow start. Talk some of that uh, about some of that swing shit. So he went. He talked about it. He he went and saw. Like he talked about going to a golf coach 
and like learning a golf swing and how to get more lift and same with a hockey coach like when they with a sl- like a slap coach basically if you look at his bat now on the bottom of the bat he's got like a new nub that is a nub from a hockey stick that's so crazy so that he can reach and get more lift it's and like more a, elevation it's like a big like rectangle type deal yeah I it's like a thick up. it's it's literally a, like a square peg yeah and he's putting it on top of a round hole yeah <laughs> it's like it's impressive to think that he's singing this much about hitting like the mechanics of it still still in such an obtuse different way and it's like that's why that's why we love him man he's the best he's looking at it he asked Stephen Piscotty one time on first base if first off he knew Stephen Piscotty's name mm-hmm. he knew that he graduated from Stanford with an engineering degree and Joey asked him if he had ever considered using his engineering knowledge and and to project onto his swing. Yeah. And Steven was like, the fuck? No. (laughs) I just swing. Yeah, exactly. Which it's cool. I mean, imagine what if it pays off? What if it pays off in six more home runs because of the lift, six more dingers than he already would have hit. And he hits 30 again. Well, think about it this way too. With pitchers, as they get older, they, quote, become crafty. More cerebral. Right. With slower pitches, more break, yeah. more placement. More knowledge. They've been there. Sure. Feel of the game. Yeah. Joey Votto is getting older. Yeah. He says he feels great, but He's also... He's already been that. He is a crafty hitter, you know? But, like, you're adding even more layers oh, on sure. top of it. Oh, yeah. Where he's like, how do I work smarter? Yeah. And what the hell, I dude? No, it's crazy. He's, yes, he's doing what... Old pitchers do. Right, but and he's just lot taking of, it yeah. to the dish. Yeah, man, it's so cool. It's so fucking rad. You don't really see it. I can't really I've think never... of an example of somebody like late in career t- swing tweaks and no. changing it and, and studying like that. Not that I'm aware of. Sure. He's, he's trying to go from being Tony Gwynn to Barry Bonds. In the latter part, part of, of his, his career. career. How crazy. That's what's so wild. Where you look at his swing and it was so fast and it got to the gap, but with more power than Tony ever had. Right. But now he's taking it and he's trying to get lift like Bonds with bat speed. Yeah. That doesn't happen. And some people might, you know, it's just always the other way around. Whether people are as conscious and proactive about it as Joey is right now, people do start off, not that people fall into this category. Sure. But you go from hitting like Barry Bonds. And then you, as you get older, you start hitting like Tony Gwynn. Right. You know, it's whether never... people do it on purpose or not, it's just how it kind of fucking goes. Sure. If you're, if, yeah, exactly. So the idea that he's flipped it's and in the latter, in the last two years of a $250 million contract, he's like, yeah, I'm going to start dropping bombs. <laughs> so cool. And he can. Yeah. He's like, I'm going back to how I was, how I was hitting in high school. And he is. Yeah. I'm just going to start crushing the ball. I'm 38, and I'm going to go back to how I was 16. Yeah, man. That's Joey, dude. That's Joey goddamn Daniel. Legend. Yeah, legend. Hero. Dad, most importantly. Yeah, just keep keep him healthy. Keep him there. And just think of, you know, everything that we just talked about with Joey on the internet, and he seems to be happy and free and stuff. Yeah. Think about that spreading through the locker room. That's where always where my mind goes. It's It's like, you know energy and how do you make other people around you feel and what's mm-hmm. like how is the locker room yeah. there is something to it it's juju it's a feeling it's a 
camaraderie. Sure. And uh, it seeps into people. It makes things either really good or really bad. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just think, I love it, man. Imagine when he does a fucking TikTok where he, I don't know, smacks Tyler Stevenson in the face with some shaving cream. Or something, <laughs> you know? Right. Like, make it so fun. It's going to be I, great. Because there's a lot of f- good characters on this team. And, man, it's a long season. Yeah. Imagine the content we're going to get is great, but like the, that is going to just keep growing people together. Yes. And I'm, yeah, I'm all super for here it. for it, man. All for it. Yeah. I'm not here for what Tony said, uh, or what, sorry, not Tony, Jesus. Riviere. Riviere San Martin looked a little, I, I was listening to it and it got a little rough. Yeah. Uh, two and a third, four hits, five earned, five walks, two Ks. It's the guy's third start ever. Ever. You know who his first two were against? The Pittsburgh Pirates. Yes. In the at the end of the season when it didn't Everyone's matter. exhausted and they're like the Pirates are just like, We're gonna lose hundred games again. Can we wrap this up? Yeah. Can we be can I just go home? Can yeah. I just leave? Yeah. So I mean, kinda new. Uh it's not shocking that it happened. It's a bummer. And I just it's a, I guess it's kind of a toss up between Vlad and San Martin. But like I it was odd to me or, that San Martin got that second start. Uh, Third start in the bigs. Sure. Throw Vlad out there. He's got a season under his belt. Well, he was the he went the next day. I understand, but I and I know it's just semantics. Sure. And I know, but one, two, three, four order does matter. Sure. And I know we're still figuring it out. But San Martin, I, I maybe think I get it. it to try to pump him up. But, but think about where yeah. his spot is. It's two. Yeah. So once you take him out of the rotation, who are you putting back in it to? Well, Luis. Exactly. Yeah. So it keeps the calendar. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then he so just the gets slotted back down to the bottom. Oh, that makes sense. Correct. Yeah, that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you put him there. Um, do I think that they send him back down? Absolutely. But do I think he can still be a good starter in this league? For sure. Yeah. Do I think he could be a valuable bullpen arm that you have go between 71 coming back up later, mid, later in the season? For sure. It's not the last we're going to see of him at, at all. But overall, such a bummer. What was interesting also was Jeff Hoffman coming out. He pitched fairly well in that long spot, um, which is something that's a swing man that you're going to need sometimes. And Jeff Hoffman fits that role perfectly. And someone else who can fit that role when they come back is Mike Miner. Oh, yeah. Put him in that spot, too. Love Mike Miner. The long swing. Yeah. Two, three innings. Yes, for sure. And he's a durable lefty. Who Who in our pin right now? Could potentially do that. I mean, Sims when he comes back, but if he comes back, we're not going to, you know, run him out there for more than two if he can't start the season. No, guy's only going to do one inning. Guy yeah. has to learn how to throw without spider tack. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. I'm saying it allegedly. But I'm saying he has to figure out how to throw without the sticky stuff. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm aware. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's why we're waiting. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I think Mike Miner would be that type of guy. Maybe Buck Farmer. Buck Farmer veteran. is the dude who could I could see chucking him out there for two and a third. Two and a third. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know. Um. Buck Farmer, dude. What Buck Buck Ground Chuck to gr- yeah. to quote our friend Andrew yeah. Rudick. Buck Buck Ground Chuck. Buck Buck Ground Chuck. But if after you look at it, uh, Daniel Duarte and Al- Alexis Diaz, correct? Is it I say his name correctly? Yeah, Alexis Diaz. Uh, both with their major league debuts and both put up O's in yeah. the run column and earned run column. Yeah, beautiful. And Zero ERAs. It's what you want. It. Love to see it. It's what we got. We got 
10 guys in our or nine guys in our bullpen with zero zero ERAs. Mm. I'm interested to see when we have to shrink the rosters back down and what it goes sure, down to. Sure, right. Which when does that happen? Great question. I think in like 2 weeks. Yeah, I do. I wonder who goes down because I mean, you know, to go to the position players, Drury ain't going anywhere or has earned himself the right not to. Agreed. Um I mean, just going around the horn. I th- I have an answer for you, and you're not. I don't think a lot of people are gonna like it. Okay, I'm trying to think. You're thinking of uh, a young arm. I'm thinking of an outfielder for sure. You're thinking of Aquino. Yeah. I didn't say his name because I didn't think he had any more options. He doesn't. You're just going to fucking yeah, cut ties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I. Not to say I am a fan of that. I enjoy him, but like he, he has need, an arm. Yeah. Yeah, that was a nice hose. That was a nice play the other night. Great play at the plate. Yeah, I just don't know. Uh, yeah, man, I think you might. I think that's your guy that you got to. I think that's also why you started him against that lefty. Coming yes. out, like In right field, it's like, uh, we got to either, either shit or get off the pot. Man. Yeah, we put him in the two-hole opening day against yep. a stud. And, and you, Yep, and then you, you know what you do? In right, you rotate out Naquin and Fraley. And then it. What will also be interesting is when uh, Solano comes back. Solano's coming back. And I mean, put him at third. you got like a Schrock guy coming back. And I just hope that, well, I mean, I guess you don't hope because if this is the case, then things are going well. But Schrock, right. Schrock gets back from, you know, gets back to, he's healthy. And then he looks up yet again, and he's at AAA with a bunch of guys in his position playing out of their minds. Right. And that's the unfairness of baseball. Sure. And all athletics and of life in general. But it happens. But you know, where Schrock can slide back in is if Moran is dog shit. Yes, for sure. That's that's where that's where you slide. And I, I'm it's just so early. I'm very curious to see, you know, how much run Moran gets. Will he get like a game a series? Will he pay Probably. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is he only hits righties. Yeah. So like but, I mean, Which, you could I mean, DH him against a righty, sure. you know, depending on what it is, the park, the blah. Sure, but here's my thing, man. You are only, there's only one DH on this team from now on, and that is fucking Mike Moustakis. Do yeah. not put him back out oh at third my base. Oh, God, yes. He looks awful. Yeah. He's lost a full fucking step. Oh, yeah, he I mean, can't play the hot corner. He can't. There's so many balls bouncing off that glove. And the fact that, I mean, third base is harder to play than second, but I don't even want to put him at second. No, you, that's mean, India's you spot. You lose all range. Oh. You lose all range if he's in the two spot, you know? I mean, yeah. Moose is a hard one, man. That That's a tough one. And he's been He looks completely lost so at lost, the dish. So lost, man. I know, the Moose thing. You don't want to call, I mean, but, I mean, first two, we're 0 for 3 <laughs> years into this contract so far. Thank God it ends next year, yeah. after next year. I w- I'm going to, I'm just looking at his numbers, and they're fucking fat. Oh, my God. Guys, two, a 1 for 10 with an o- on-base percentage of point zero nine one. I mean, come on. Uh, his only hit was... Thursday, he had one. And I think that was a squeaker, or it wasn't even like an impressive hit. You fucking, this is the guy you depended upon for power. I know. We were. When you've got all these other guys who can slap. Yep. And we needed him to be a big stick. And what is he doing? 
Not so, that. So, I mean, if that's the case, you run him out as DH. You keep running him out as DH. If it still is Goose Egg City, call him Moran. Right. And then you just sit and then, and moose. Then, yeah. And then you just sit moose. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I mean, or it's just like moose is now moose. It's like, hey, welcome to DH. Coach. Coach. I mean, third injuries, it, worst case scenario, it, but it's also, it's like third, second, first. It's all in the books. Just be ready and try to fucking hit. <laughs> or you look at him and you go, you're hurt. And he goes, I feel fine. And they go, your shin you hurt. hurts. Yeah, you kick him in the shin. Yeah. <laughs> really bad. It's like, uh, what's, what's that crowbar doing on the wall in the clubhouse? Yeah, right. I don't know. Ask Moose. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's we'll bad. We'll see what happens. Um, Cause he is just having like bad abs. You know who's having great abs? Kyle Farmer. Kyle Farmer. He's yeah. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do when Barrero's healthy? What I do know exactly you do? What you do when you when Barrero? Do you comes throw back. Kyle at third? Yeah. Yeah. And then you, you put Barrero at short. And then Solano runs around in the outfield. Solano can play in the outfield. Solano can give people days off at yeah at, at third. Yeah. And second first, or whatever. Second. Yeah. He's like, just a ball player. Yeah, he's just he's exactly what you signed him to be, which is bench depth, who has a high average and high on base bench, percentage. Bench utility. Nothing, and you can throw him in left. Yeah, you can throw him in right. Yeah, for sure. Put him wherever. He's Go a guy. Play yeah, he's yeah, he's a guy where he might be an everyday player, but he won't be an everyday position. You know, he Correct. could be more or less. Yeah, we could we could run him out there a lot. Yeah, and and you know what? Fine, that's great. And if Barrero falters again after he comes off, which I highly doubt that he will, I think when he comes up, you you are you lock and key, you're done. You figure it out, bro. You figure it out at short, and let's you know, yes. let everybody else play. No, agree, agree. Just, I mean, you throw Barrero at shortstop out there every day. If he's not your, if he falters this year, then falters, and he falters next year. Guess who's coming up right behind him? McLean. Exactly. Yeah. And then you can move him over to third. Right. There's like they have a great they have a great plan here. Yeah. Like it, there is a plan in motion. You you do kind of see it. Yeah, for sure. Um, Nick Senzel's looked great. Yes, he has. He's looked healthy. He finally. He, he's looked like, you know, there hasn't been a moment. And granted, there weren't a ton of moments available, but there wasn't a moment where like I winced. Yeah. <laughs> with him. You know, chasing down a fly ball or some shit diving. or diving or anything like that. I was like, all right. He looks like he kind of trusts being in his body. Yeah. You know, and he looks good. He looks great. He's thick, boy. He's got. He's gained weight. Yes, which I like he that. Needed. He we needed. talked about this before, but he totally needed it. He just needed to throw some fucking double quarter pounders on the frame, bro. For real. Did you see who else gained weight? Who? India. He oh, said yeah. he's gained 15 pounds. No shit. Good for him. Hanging out with Castellanos all off season. <laughs> yeah. Eating good, working out. Eating lobsters yeah. and fucking steak and being like, I'm getting 100 million. Buttery. Oh. Yeah. I bet their I bet that their house smells like my house. Probably. Real fatty. Yes. Um and then uh you know, we're kind of bouncing around and we're recapping and also flowing in and out of the situation. You fucking get how this works. Yeah, it's a podcast. Works. Who fucking cares? <laughs> You've listened long enough. I'm just getting my sea legs back after after whatever this was. Um, Vladdy. Vladdy Daddy didn't look on point, uh, but he got through it. Four and a third, six hits, two earned runs, two walks, four Ks. 
as a lower end starter. It's what we're asking him to do. That's great. Maybe a little more, but if the bullpen proves to be what it could potentially be, then right. that's all we need out of him. Continued success. Perfect. Yep. You just need you you kind of need your offense to pick up a little bit. Yeah, oddly enough. It's almost like there's a black hole in it that is supposed to be driving in the runs when they get on. I know. Weird. Very odd. But great debut by Hunter Strickland. Yep. He one and two good. thirds. One strikeout. Love that we ran him out there like that. You have to, I think yeah. that's that's another great swing swing guy. Yeah. You love to see it. Mm-hmm. It's the guy that we could have used last year. Um, but overall, man, like it was a tough one losing two to one again against the champs, but you were threatening all the way up until the end. Did you see Joey Votto's hit to that? Cap? Oh yeah. Like he it was timed it. and the way he turned, like he just knew he was going to beat that ship yes, and dribble it in to get Tommy famine. Yeah, man, that was sick. I mean, that was very fun and something that looked familiar from the last two years, man, mm-hmm. the heart attack, cardiac reds coming back throwing three up in the top of the ninth to make it close, threatened for the, yeah. you know, it was cool. I don't see this team <coughs> like like what we saw up north in Toronto with them putting up 15 million runs in three no, innings. No, Or what Philly's doing with Casty, Schwarber, Harper, Harper, Hoskins, like just, and Real Muto, just mash. Segura, I mean, they're filthy. They're filthy. DD. Yeah. I mean, these guys... D-D. Fuck, dude, they're gross. They're gross, and if their their rotation works out after Wheeler, good God, Gertrude, they're going to be a force. Good team. Good offensive team that'll win games sixteen to fourteen. Yeah, it's fun to watch. Yeah, good ball. And they're in a very similar ballpark to ours. Yep. Um, little can. A little fucking band box. Oh, I can't wait to get in, dude. dude opening day, you're going tomorrow. I am going tomorrow. Yeah. Very excited. Very horned up. Um, but oh, I had my train of thought, but this team isn't going, they're not going to put up multiple. They're not going to put up, they're not going to be like an eight, nine run. We win. It'll be four, three, five, four. It'll be close. Yeah. Good baseball games. Unless Moose wakes the fuck up. Yeah. Or you go and you can get an outfield bat that, um, actually has the power of Jesse Winker, but. Who knows? Yeah. Overall, I'm still super happy with all these results. Two, yeah, 500 team. 500, and uh, are I'm in no way, shape, or form worried about Tommy Pham. Are you? No. Okay. Slow new, start. N- new team, slow start. He didn't go over the series. Mm-mm. You know, um, nah. It. I'm not worried about Tommy Pham. Guy had a week of spring training. Truly, he, this was a spring training game for him. Yeah. And we and he batted fucking third, you know. Right. It's like he's gonna get. Yeah, no, we just got to keep running him out there. If he has a slow April, May, whatever. But he plays 150 games. He's you our leave guy him in the three hole. He's our guy. Yep, you leave him right there. Naquin's look good. He yeah. had a nice double down the line. Tyler Naquin's an excellent baseball player. If he stays healthy, yes. he's just good at baseball. Yep, he was a top top seven draft pick for a reason. Right, you know that's. He's good. Mm-hmm. It, and the fact that we are paying him what we're still paying him, you know, and I know injuries are a thing, but still, it's crazy that it's, I think it's a steal. I think it's a, a major steal. I agree. To have a guy like Naquin who, he could go out and have a 15 home run month. Yeah. Done it before. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's... I know. He, he, I like him, man. I like him. I like him a lot, too. If he can stay healthy this whole season, yeah. then you've got right field set for... 
this season and DH rotated and out and next season. Yeah, for sure. It's great to see. Yeah. Fucking, yeah, yeah. that's a nice pickup. It's a nice pickup. But the highlight of the whole fucking weekend. Yeah. Not even close. Hunter fucking green. He looked good. Holy shit. He looked really good. If they're saying that he looked good, but Nick Lodolo looked more polished at yeah. spring training, holy fuck. Yeah, I know. I mean, good good God. Then that's exciting. I, good because, thing there's there's a table here. Yeah, Because right. I'm as stiff as a brick. Yeah, man, it's exciting. <laughs> I know, dude. I feel you. I just heard it. Just hit, <laughs> hit the table. Yeah, man. When uh, Hunter Green... Didn't didn't falter. No. Looked like a pro. Faced, I mean, that lineup is scary. Very scary. Very scary. Very, very Olsen scary. Olsen got a hold of him, uh, you know, the third yeah. time he saw him. Yeah, I only had 100 miles an hour. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, I, what was the what was the tweet I saw? Since since we've traded Araldis Chapman, which was what, 16, 17? 16. 16? Since we've traded Araldis Chapman... 15. Okay. Yes. Since we've traded the Cuban Missile, there have been 28 Reds pitches recorded of 100 miles per hour. And then Hunter Green threw 24 in one game. <laughs> it's so sick. I was thinking, who who was throwing 100 for the Reds in that span? Uh, Antone. Antone. Luis. Lorenzen. Lorenzen hit it once, yeah. Luis. Luis probably hit. Uh, no, he. I think he's topped ninety-eight. Yeah. TJ. No. TJ and biceps. By Bi- Mikey biceps hit it because he wanted to hit. Yeah, it. that was his whole thing. And then I know TJ did because I just have it burned into my head. He threw one hundred one one time, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and then threw a seventy-two mile an hour curveball. Yeah, right. Ooh man, I wish he wasn't Hoyt. Me too. But yeah, no Hunter Green. I mean he. Fucking smoked it, dude. Yeah. He looked great. He looked great. He looked like what we wanted him to look like. Placing 101 yeah. up and inside. Seven Ks, five innings, hitting spots. How many walks? Let's find out. I think it was three. Two or three. It was two or three. Either way, man. I mean, the fact, my big worry was that he was going to come out his first big league start. He was going to just be pumped full of adrenaline and the ball was just not going to be able to find a strike zone. Right. You know, because, I mean, 100 miles per hour when you're out there, because that's the thing about Hunter is he'll throw the ball 100 miles an hour and he, he won't even grunt. It's so it's smooth. smooth. It's so smooth. It looks fucking effortless. It's it buttery. It's, it, it looks effortless. So if you go out there and you just naturally throw the ball 100 miles an hour and you're all peaked out on adrenaline and freaked out. That's that I just yeah, that was my biggest concern. Yeah. But the control really wasn't a fucking issue. No. And it just they picked up on his spots. Like Matt Olson is getting paid this much money to play first base for the Atlanta Braves because he is an excellent fastball hitter. He's so good at hitting baseballs. He's so good at hitting very fast baseballs. Um, the final line, five innings pitched, four hits, three earned runs, two walks, seven Ks Two dingers. I'll take, I'll take that K to walk ratio every day. Every day, and once he gets that, uh, once he gets that earn run number down a little bit, yeah, happy. I was, but going pleased. from one hundred one to eighty six. <gasps> the thing that I was concerned about was 
his off-speed stuff. Yeah. Because you've got, it's kind of, it's not a, it doesn't, the fastball doesn't snap a whole lot. It's just. It's just so fast. Fast. Hard to see. But then you go from that and you have to develop the secondary pitches. His changeup looked better. Slider slid. Slid of, it had a nice break. The slider slid, he had a couple really nice sliders. Dude, he struck out Duvall on three straight sliders the first time he saw him. Could barely see him. Yeah, he reached so far. I know, man. It's fucking. It rules. It, it beyond rules. It, yeah, it makes me. It, it's super exciting. It gets me beyond excited for Nick Lodolo. Yeah, because they were higher on Lodolo than they were on Hunter Green. Well, yeah, they're well for one and one a higher floor. Yes, is the technical term. Higher floor. So, which means the worst that he could be is a three or four starter in the league. Okay, yeah. That's the absolute worst. Worst that he could the be. The ceiling is that he's an ace, yes. and he's phenomenal. A higher floor. Right. And yeah. so, like, like Hunter Green... Where Green's floor is, he could flame out. Right. Yes. He could have five TJ surgeries and yeah, then lose everything. right, right, right. So that makes go. sense. Cool. Higher, lower ceiling. Higher, higher floor. floor. Yeah, I'll take a floor guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big floor guy. Big high floor guy. I like pooping on a pedestal. Green looked uh, good. I had never seen it. Green looked good out of the stretch. Yeah. He looked good out of the stretch. Like, he didn't lose a lot of velo, Mm-mm. and he also isn't fucking whoever's behind the dish with, like, some big leg kick. You know what I'm saying? It's no, not, dis- no. His slide step is, it. it, it you know, it, he's a rookie. It's his first start ever. Yeah. But, like, he was good out of the stretch. He didn't mm-hmm. get like too preoccupied. His both of his home runs were solos. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Both of his home runs were solo shots. When people got on base, he just didn't seem. He just didn't seem very flustered, man. His whole family was there. It was a sellout. It was fucking that snag by Vado. Yeah, man. It was sick. It, yeah. Welcome to the fucking. Welcome to the show, babe. It, dude, what was so great was that Votto had that diving snag, and then Hunter turns, pounds his chest, and points at him. He's like, you're my fucking guy. Yeah. That, that's like, okay, this kid, 22, already gets it. You're my fucking guy. You're my guy. Thank you. <coughs> um, what was... Yeah. Ah! Um, with, with Hunter Greenwood, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. I didn't pick up awe until I got to finally see him pitch five full innings. His deception is fantastic. Hides the ball really well, and he when he goes, he he winds up and he goes when he reaches back. The ball is behind his thigh, yeah, almost until he, the last point where he has to have he's it. Coming up and extending, yeah. But even as he's extending and he's got that big long gazelle body, so I mean, yeah, it, no, it, it makes that one hundred mile per hour fastball. Get on you like 105. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you, you know, you can't fucking see it. Especially when it's up. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, man. I can't wait to see it in person. And he was just spotting it well. So opening, home opening day tomorrow yep. is Mally. Correct. Okay. So, um, oh, Jose Iglesias scores in the top of the eighth. The Rockies tie the Rangers. Okay. Did you see Jose Iglesias on opening day? No. So he's with the Rockies. He yeah. hit a single and got to first. And he... Um, he, they had to call time because he was crying. He was so excited. He was like, I, and he looked at Freddie and he goes, I didn't think this would ever happen again. Oh. And Freddie put his arm around him and hugged him. Freeman, that's so awesome. Isn't that just, God, don't you just fucking, God, I miss baseball so Oh, much. I'm going to YouTube that as soon as this episode it's is over. That's beautiful. amazing. Beautiful. So. Um, let's, uh, let's look at our little, let's look at our sketchy here then. Uh, oh, don't want to highlight that. 
Um, yeah. Today, the Reds are off. I love Monday off days, so we can just do this and recap the whole week instead of not missing anything. Um, so we've got two spot at home against the Guardians. That's going to get take some time to get used to saying. Yes. Um, here we go. You'd like to think we go 2-0 and there. You would think. I watched, I've been picking up and putting down, like, watching a little bit of the Royals Guardian series. Yeah. This, the guy that they have playing, I think, right field, Quan, or left field, Quan, is on fire. Oh, yeah? He's just slapping and doing a real nice job. So, um, you've got Tuesday, 410, and your starter that day is Tyler Malley. Um, Wednesday, it's a 1235 game against the Guardians. Hey, can I? This is bad. What do they do to the website here? Just let me fucking click. I don't need to know the giveaways. I just need to know who's on the fucking bump. God, I'm doing it on my fucking phone. This is... Hmm, thank God their app's bad, you know? Man, how do you not run Lodolo out there? I think Lodolo is Wednesday. They haven't announced it. Okay, they haven't announced the rest of the starters. That would be cool on too. The app. I would like that. I get that, but I'm just home. I think it is Lodolo Wednesday. Yeah, Lodolo. You throw him in the fire at fucking right. Oh, yeah, no, no. Wednesday is in here. Here at okay, home. Yeah, that's all I was saying. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As at long as we here. get Lodolo in Great American. Right. Okay. And cool. I think that you're getting that Wednesday, and then you've got four. Whew. You don't have an off day. You go Wednesday, 1235. You get on the plane. You fly to Los Angeles. You've got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday at the Dodgers. <sighs> Monday, 940 start. Luckily, we'll be recording and have it done before the start of the game. But you've got three at the Padres. And then you take a break. And you've got a home stand, home Man, three-game home stand against the Brutal. It's brutal. It's a fact that we came out two and two. Massive. Huge. If we were one and three, and then you know, you've got this. Then that's a problem. You're behind the eight ball. Yeah, You're two and two fucked. is great. Two and two is great. Man, that is so brutal. You go, and you go. So we play tomorrow, and then you don't have a day off for another eight days, and six of those days, seven of those days are West Coast swing. You know what? I'd rather play the Dodgers right now, now. than later on. Yeah. They just got their dicks kicked in by the Rockies. They lost two out of three. Yeah. And you want them to not figure it out. If you can get that West Coast road trip while they're starting to try to figure it out, done. Yeah. And you can split. Huge. Yeah, for real. But then you go to San Diego and they're... They, they're no they, joke. They're fucking great. Dude, yeah. They're so good. Yeah. Um, There's a bunch of really great teams. <laughs> in the West and East yeah. Coast. Yeah. Um, if you can take one... You're still in a good spot. You gotta take two. if you can take two from the Guardians at home. That is where you, that's a swing. Oh, that's, if we go out to the West Coast four and two, that that is ideal. Most ideal. Most obviously to win the the next two games we play is ideal, right? But yeah. like, but man, that would be sick to go out there two games over when you've got. I mean that that four and three that seven game stretch out there on the west. What do you want to go? I mean, where are your sights set? You don't want to go two and four. No. You don't want to go. Or no, that's seven games. So yeah, you don't want to go two and five. You want to go. You want to go three, three and, and four? Three and four would be great. Four and three, three and four. Three and four is best 
case. I mean, that's worst case. Uh, worst. That's my think most ideal. Worst case scenario, you get double swept. Or you're one in six, even. One, that'd be rough. There's a huge difference between going out there and coming back three and four versus coming back two mm-hmm. and five. And then starting your divisional, you got your first divisional opponent with opponent with the Cardinals. At yeah. Home. And we all remember what happened last year when we started with the Cardinals at home. Yeah, Let's baby. Fucking go. Yeah, I'm hyped, dude. Come on, that's amazing. Um, and then you've got after that, you've got three at home to finish the homestand against. Padres. You get to see him again on your home turf. Like that. All right, clockwork. I like playing that early. I knew that was going to be so loud. It was so, and it even was so it, bad. Even if it had gone in the trash can, it was just a <laughs> metal, empty trash. It would have been so loud. Yeah, and also that's not empty. There are just more cans mm. in there, so it would have just sounded like a stomp concert. Yeah, there. Yeah, I like stomp. <laughs> Who doesn't like stomp? Stomp. So yeah, looking forward, I'm excited per usual, but like Big, big, big moments here. You want to get off to a fast start. You want to show the rest of the league, hey, you know what? We sold some pieces, but we got some pieces back, and we're going to be set for the future, and we're set for right now. Yeah. So suck all the way down to the base of my penis. Hell yeah. Tickle the hair. Makes me happy. Makes me happy, too. Yeah. We'll see if we're just as happy next week. And crawl we trust. Three and four would make me happy. Me too. Four and three, and I'm not wearing a shirt next episode. (laughs) That's a deal. Deal. If we come back from the West Coast... um, above 500 then I will not wear a shirt for the next episode deal I'll join in solidarity oh fuck yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah of course I will come on um, let's uh, round third and head for home shall we shall we what do you got what do I got I am about to go to the hub right now that'll be a fun show we'll talk about that next week um, I am in Indianapolis this Sunday. I'm in Louisville the Sunday after that. I'm hosting at Go Bananas 421 through 423. Uh, Who's that again? Tim McLaughlin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Timmy, Timmy G's the he's, best. Yeah, he's recording an album. I'll be out of town. Wow, where are you going to be? I'll be in um, Mason City. Oh, Mason City. Sick. And, um, and then May 1st, I'll be up in uh, Indianapolis again. Nice. Fuck yeah. That's awesome. Um, this week, Thursday, is the first Lost and Found showcase. Oh, nice. At Lost and Found in OTR on uh, 14th Street. Yes. So that'll be pretty sweet. Come check that out. Um, and then the week after that, we have... Uh, bu- 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 I'm out of town. I'm in Mason City, Thursday, uh, Friday, Saturday. Thursday, I'm in Bloomington, Illinois. Bloomington, Illinois. So, you know, just going up north and then going down south. Uh, it, it's actually routed. It's not bad. No, it's not bad. I'm yeah. not complaining. Yeah, I'm it's very be- excited. Yeah, it's better than going back and then back and back. Yeah, yeah for sure. And then uh, March 26th, we have the JFL Showcase. Yeah, April 26th. April 26th. I say March. I yes. meant April. April 26th. Yeah, that'll be sick. That'll be sick. And then May 3rd is the first... Five Points Comedy Showcase. Hey. We're doing it once a month now. Back in action. We're back at it, baby. Once a month, rolling that dice once a month, outdoor show. Hell yeah. So, once a month up. is good. A once a month is good. Booking twice a month is tough. It's too much. It's tough and it's hard to put a good lineup out there. Agreed. Yeah. And I want the show to be good. It's a great space. Yeah, the it people does. there are fantastic. Yeah, for sure. So, um, cool. 
I think we did it then. Fuck yeah, man. So uh, thank you to Athletic Greens. Thank you to ColorCast. Thank you to Sports Drink. Follow them at Sports Drink. We'll drop the vowels. Sports Drink. They're no try- O, no I. That's right. And they're also trying to be the mix of sports and not sports. So check them out. Uh, and close the door behind you. We're not, we're not trying to let the funk out. Um, Believe that. And thank you for listening. And thank you for doing the show. And thank you, sir. Of course. Hmm. So, in memory of Shogo. In memory of Shogo, you will be remembered. <laughs> um, as always, go Red Legs. Stay nasty. We did it. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah.